Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. And this is our 152nd episode of Talk Direction. And this is my second time hosting, I think. Woohoo! Right? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I've been doing um, I've been doing chapter readings of a fic over on Patreon, so I feel like more comfortable now with the hosting job. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I did it, it was very scary, but mm-hmm. it feels more comfortable now. Um, how are you doing this week, Caitlin? Um, I was just telling Lucia it's been a stressful week for me, and I feel like I haven't gotten everything done that I need to. Um, there's just been a lot of like family stuff. Um, but you know, I'm here on the episode, which is good, and it's gonna get done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like, I just, you know, when like you have other things, unexpected things come up, and then Mm -hmm. everything that you had planned to do doesn't get done, so then you're like just behind on everything. Ugh, it's just stressful, but. That's how I feel a bit, too. I think we're in a similar space. Yeah. (laughs) Which we were joking about, like, oh, good. (laughs) The second time we try to do the two goes, like, our our round two on the two goes, like, song discussion. And we're both, like, in these kind of, like, somber moods. Like, oh, great. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well. Um, So we're going to be talking about two ghosts this week on Talk Direction. But before we get to that, we have a Patreon. You can find that at patreon.com slash talkdirection. And we do um, TDDL, which is Talk Direction Download, a little half an hour bonus episode. And this week, we're going to be talking about ghosts in the 1D fandom. Um, but lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of there's a lot of like real ghosts in the 1D fandom. <laughs> we're not going to be talking about those this week because we don't feel like it. But <laughs> maybe one day sign up to the Patreon and then you'll get to find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and like I already said, I'm reading chapters from a fic. Um, and we also have um, videos on the Patreon. Um, right now, Caitlin just did a closet tour video recently. Um, I started watching it. I watched like the first 10 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very exciting because you basically take us through like your whole closet, right? Yeah. <laughs> it ended up being like a 40 minute <laughs> video. I love was, that though. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah you can skip around and be like I want to see your shirts I want to see because it's all like organized into types of clothing so if you just want to watch the Mm -hmm. shoes or something you can yeah that's cool yeah and then Caitlin has some vlogs from Paris up and um when you're listening to this I will have posted a Portland travel vlog because I went to Portland this last weekend and I'm making a vlog that will be up by the time you're listening to this Mm -hmm. and also I hesitate to say this because I feel like I'm gonna have to hold myself to it if I do say it but also I'm editing this episode so I can just cut all this out if I decide (laughs) not to (laughs) but I really wanted to post on Patreon a cover of Two Ghosts yes um, a guitar singing cover um I I want that so badly (laughs) I think I'll post it I um there's this thing on Patreon called Lenses, which is, like, Patreon's version of, like, Instagram stories. 
And I posted like a little singing guitar practice on there as like just testing the waters a little bit. Um, Only two people watched it. Well, three people watched it, but one of them was me. Um, And neither of them were me. (laughs) (laughs) And now it's gone because they only last for 24 hours. What? It's gone? Um, Are you kidding me? Yeah. No. You snooze, you lose. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I think I'll do it. I think I'll do the song and... If I do, um, if I do, then I've done it and it's up and it's there right now for you to go watch. So um, that is just a mystery that you can find out uh, by <laughs> signing up to Patreon. <laughs> yes. And, and honestly, um, it, it, besides like extra content, it actually really supports the show and stuff. So yeah, exactly. We appreciate it because this to do this show is not free. There's a lot of costs involved. Um, and I think it's a good time to join the Patreon because... Um, we're doing a lot of exciting things. And one of the things that we're doing, um, this time it's actually going to be free for everyone. So this isn't going to be Patreon specific, but if it's a success, it's going to be a regular Patreon feature. And that is that we're having a sleepover movie night, Google Hangout situation on Sunday, October 28th. And we're going to be watching the movie called Practical Magic. I'm very excited for this. I saw something at Barnes um, & Noble today that was like, you know what? The checkout, they have like boxes of things that are like little, I don't know, boxes of uh-huh. things. <laughs> and one of them yeah, was uh-huh. labeled, <laughs> one of them was labeled practical magic. And it was like a little magic starter kit. Like, with oh, like cute. I don't know. I don't know what was in it. I didn't really look closely, but I was very much reminded of uh, what yes. we're doing. Yeah, so um, we're going to be starting. So basically, you know, we're going to invite people on to a Google Hangout and you'll have to use sort of two different windows um, because you'll be on the Google Hangout and then you'll have to watch the video on your own like platform. Um, You can rent it on YouTube, Amazon, Google Play and iTunes um, for between three and five dollars. And we're going to start at 3.30 Pacific time, which is my time here in California, 6.30 East Coast time, which is Caitlin's time. And there's like some time differences or some time changes happening in like Europe and stuff. So just go off of 3.30 Pacific time, 6.30 East Coast time to calculate your time to make sure you're actually there at the right time. And um, yeah, this episode is coming out on the 22nd which means that um this will be happening this weekend when you're listening to this oh my so goodness i know <laughs> it's coming up so soon wow it really is Very yeah exciting. so definitely join us for that if you can because it's going to be a good time and we can we'll just all watch the movie together and chat about it in the google hangout it's going to be a good time mm-hmm. and then um did you want to announce the, or did you want to talk about the um, pin yeah. code? Yeah, so um, just like on last week's episode, this week we are doing another team up with Designs by Saka on Twitter, and that's S-A-K-A, um, who's actually Stephanie, who has been on the show multiple times, and she's a very lovely person and creative artist, and she has a pin company that she makes One Direction pins. There's so many cool ones, a lot of, like, Nile quotes, 
um, treat people with kindness ones from Harry's tour, sparkly ones. Like there's just so many really cool designs. And I know she also does ones that are outside the Phantom too. Um, I think she's got some Sailor Moon pins coming up, which is Wait, really what? awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about this. So cool. I have a Sailor Moon jean jacket. Oh my gosh, really? I need Sailor Moon pins to put on my Sailor Moon Yeah. Yeah, so go – she has an Instagram as well. Um, and so we're teaming up with her as we did last week. Um, for anyone who um, joins the Patreon, you will receive a uh, code on Friday, uh, the Friday that this of this week, um, that will give you 10% off your purchase on her um, – on her pins so there'll be both like a little code you can plug in at the checkout and a link with the code already embedded that you just click the link and then you've it's already taken 10 percent off um which is so cool um so that hopefully that'll encourage some of you guys to join the patreon and you'll get 10 percent off your pin purchase and honestly there's so many cool pins and like i feel like pins are like the new thing like they're coming back strong maybe they were like more of a <laughs> 90s thing but they're like making yeah. a comeback and uh, yeah, just she has so many really, really cool One Direction ones and non One Direction ones. So definitely go check her out. And I know she's also doing a cool giveaway as well. So go over to her Instagram. Actually, I think it's over now, but she has like a couple things coming up. I know she's announced. So just make sure you're following her on Twitter and Instagram for like um, what's going on. I entered that, uh, the, the, what's it called today? The giveaway in hopes of maybe winning some <laughs> pins. Um, but yeah um yeah so that's pretty much it so thank you stephanie cool. for that yeah that is very cool cool so we have um a little bit of news this week um liam put out a new song recently it was actually put out by um jonas blue um it was a singer and it featured liam and also featured lennon stella who is um of lennon and Maisie. And are you familiar with them? Yeah, I am. Like, I feel like way back when I knew who they were on YouTube, like sisters that sang when they were much younger. And then like Harry's met them. And like, I think they've met One Direction and stuff. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, they were on, um, they were on the show Nashville, which I used to love and be obsessed with Mm. and like want to cover all the songs. And they would do songs for the show. And I'm so into them. They both have such beautiful voices yeah like, stunning voices yeah um and i really love lennon's voice it's very like gravelly and low mm. um so i really enjoyed it on this song i haven't like um but it's definitely a fun song and i as i was listening to it i kept thinking like this would be a really fun song to like choreograph a dance to mm. just because it has like a really nice like down um but yeah, so let us know if you've listened to the song, what you think. Um, it's called Polaroid. I forget if I said that already. <laughs> I think you did. Oh, cool. And then our next bit of news um, is uh, the show Happy Together, which Harry is the, what is it called? Exec- executive co-producer? Producer. Yeah. Okay. And um, I think there's two to three episodes out now. I have not watched it yet, but I've been dying to watch it. Um, so I'm going to likely be caught up by the time we record next. Um, so if you have seen it and you have any thoughts, definitely write in because we'll probably be discussing it on the next episode. Have you yeah. watched any of it yet, Caitlin? 
Yeah, I've seen the first two episodes. I think one episode was released yesterday. Try to figure out what day we're recording. Oh, nice. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, I think an episode was released yesterday. Um, But I've I've caught up on the first two. And I feel like we can discuss it more in depth. I do really like it. It's Mm -hmm. definitely – I think I saw someone say it it almost feels like a Disney Channel show. Like it's just very like light, which is like Mm -hmm. kind of a nice thing, you know. Um, yeah, but it'll, it'll be interesting to see where it goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like kind of light and funny, I guess. Like very Disney Channel-esque. That sounds exactly what I want right now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then our last bit of news for this week is Louie on X Factor. Um, did you watch the latest episode, Caitlin? Um, yeah, so I'm almost all the way caught up with X Factor. I've got half an episode to watch, um, but it's not even focused on Louis, but I've watched his um, Judges' Houses, uh, which was really exciting. This is going to be spoiler-free, so don't worry. Um, Oh, yeah. But yeah, I watched Louis' Judges' Houses, and I watch it with my dad because him and I both really like watching, like, singing competition shows. Um, And my dad was saying, like, you can tell how much he cares for the participants. Like, it's yeah. over and above any other judge. Like, he gets up and really? hugs them all, all the time. Um, like, you can see how genuine it is. It seems like he's, like, an mm-hmm. older brother to, like, all of these guys. Um, and mm-hmm. just, like, how much he cares about them as human beings. And it's really, really nice to see. And I feel like it's so cool to get to, like, focus on that part of Louie, where, like, in One Direction it was hard because there's just, like, so many guys. But here we're getting to see, like, such an like a a genuine personality trait because not everyone is like that you know like maybe they care about people but his is like effusive is that a word like (laughs) he like radiates it like how much he cares and like his comments to them are so like helpful and kind and you can just you can just it shines out of him and I think Mm -hmm. that's just like my dad even commented on it and like he's not like a One Direction fan but he was like yeah you can tell how much he cares yeah I'm not familiar with the show so I wasn't sure if like all the judges were like that but as I was watching I was noticing like the quality of attention that Louis Hmm. gave the singers is just like amazing like you can tell he's like just so absorbed and like he seemed to take the job like really seriously um and it was cute because uh Liam came on um it was judges' houses, right? That yeah. Liam was on. Yeah. Um. So it was super cute to see them reunited, and there was like this little moment where uh someone came out and Liam, like tapped Louis's leg and was like, "Oh, that was the guy you were telling me about." And Louis was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah. Like he didn't. He was like, "Quiet down, Liam." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> doing a job right now. It was really cute. <laughs> I love that moment. Yeah, that was really cute. It must be so like you know when you you know you're you're meeting new people all the time and you're in you're in a circumstance that like feels a bit new or weird or you're not mm-hmm. used to it and then something like from your past that like maybe you haven't seen in a long time or is like whatever but like comes mm-hmm. to you and it just like oh this is home again like I can just mm-hmm. you know like you feel that like calming sense that you don't have to you know put yourself on like you do have to like in new circumstances and I feel yeah. like that's like so nice for him to have Liam come there and like be yeah. sort of like that calming presence or like that sort of relaxing person when like everything else is really new to him you know yeah that's so true um and I just I love how like 
Louis is just so genuine. Like there was this moment where one of the guys came out and he was really nervous. Mm-hmm. And like just the the thing, the words Louis said to him and the way he said them were just like, like made me feel reassured. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't remember what he said, but I think he was like, he was like, oh yeah, it's normal to be nervous. Like, don't worry about that. Take a deep breath. Take a yeah. deep breath. Yeah. Um, and I just felt like, I feel like he's just like so supportive and like, yeah. Yeah, I'm really enjoying watching him yeah. on this show. It's so, so nice. Now I want him to always be there. Even though, like, I want him to make yeah. his music. It's just like, ugh, what would X Factor be without Louis, you know? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he'll be, like, yeah. one of those judges that comes in and out every couple of years. Like, the year mm-hmm. he's not doing, like, <clears throat> touring, he comes back on the show or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, it was really sweet to see Liam and Louis reunited. Yeah. Um, together do you have anything else no not really i'm just excited to keep watching and like see him continue Mm -hmm. to be a judge because i feel like judges houses is like the first time we got to see him really be a mentor and like it was Mm -hmm. just wonderful so i'm excited to see that continue yeah yeah me too all right well for our main discussion today as you know we are talking about two ghosts again and this is the this is the first time um, ever on this podcast that we are revisiting a song that there's already an episode on. Mm-hmm. Um, the first two ghost song discussion was done um, last year in August. It was episode 108 with Kara. Um, and why did we want to talk about two ghosts today? Um, I feel like there's a number of reasons. One of them was mm-hmm. that it fits in with all our other Halloween-themed episodes this month or fall-themed episodes because it's two ghosts yes. and it's October. Um, and I thought that would be fun. Um, another reason was that in my memory, and now Lucia has told me <laughs> I was wrong about this, but my memory <laughs> told me that when we discussed two ghosts, I was too mean about it and I didn't say how much I liked it enough. And like, I feel like over the, since we recorded that episode, I've like fallen in love with the song so much where I'm like, oh, why, why was I so mean about it? But Lucia went and freaking listened to the episode and she's like, you weren't mean about it at all. Like you really liked it. So I don't know why my memory has (laughs) failed me. I'm like, is it because I talked about that off air or did I edit something out that I didn't like I said? Like, I don't remember. But I wanted to, like, just whatever it was, I feel like I didn't give it the, like, the platform and justice and whatever that the song mm-hmm. deserved because, like, I have honestly fallen in love with the song over the year, like, yeah. since then. Um, and it just, like, shows you how interesting it is how, like, your opinions of songs can really change with time. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like I just, it's like, I love it so much. I, I want to know where yeah. I put it originally in, like, my list of oh yeah that would be really interesting to find yeah. out so i feel like how it's, much it's changed it's probably up there yeah yeah it's really nice for me because one of the like bummers about coming onto the podcast after it's been happening for a while is like there's a bunch of stuff that's just already been discussed that yeah. i don't get to talk about <laughs> <laughs> love to go it's probably one of my favorite songs yeah and so it's super fun that we get to talk about it again yeah it's also funny because I wanted to, like, re-listen to the episode you guys already did so that I wouldn't, like, talk about the exact same things. Because, mm. um, like, I know those things are going to be in my mind because I listened to that. Yeah. Um, and, like, as I was listening, I was like, oh, I miss Kara. 
And then it made me think about how sometimes I'll listen to the podcast, like the episodes that I'm on, and I'll like listen to myself and I'll be like, ugh, I miss Kara. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it sucks for you guys, but I got to see Kara just the other day. So (laughs) I'm very lucky. I'm a lucky gal. But I think I think she I we didn't talk about it, but I think she still wants to come on for an episode at some point. So Yeah. Um cool. you guys will get to see her again too. Yeah, it was a weird like correlation of like of like because you know the song is two ghosts and we're mm-hmm. talking about ghost themes and oh, then it was yeah. like weird to listen to the podcast with Kara and like but like, you know, the podcast is like a different thing now yeah. without her i know we should do talk very, direction like, weird correlation oh my god <laughs> we should not do that <laughs> there's guys there's too many talk direction ghosts remember how that used to be a thing though like the 1d ghost we talked about like all the time oh, yeah. like whenever weird cute. stuff would happen we'd be like it's the 1d ghost yeah good times oh my god that scary sound that happens is the 1d go oh my god it is that's it's only been happening in freaking october hasn't it it has it has we need to start paying attention to when it happens and like what did we say that maybe it's like a a voodoo board or whatever the hell ouija board (laughs) where it's like spelling out something with like the letters of what whenever Mm. i say it you guys. All right. I'll pay attention to what happens next time that happens. And I'll yeah. tell everyone. Because <laughs> when, when, like, really, when I'm editing the episodes to put out, I either just cut out anything I was saying during that time. So like some of the episodes mm-hmm. slightly don't make sense at points. So guys, your machines aren't broken. That's my editing. Or like I'll just make it super quiet so you can't really hear what I'm saying. But I think it's like a, important enough that I can't just like cut it out. Because I don't like repeat it. <laughs> so. Yeah. <clears throat> Has it happened yet today? Well, it, it happened before we started recording like twice. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So getting into the song. Um, Two Ghosts was written by Tyler Johnson, Mitch Rowland, Julian Bonetta, John Ryan, and Harry Styles. And it was produced by... Tyler Johnson, Alex Libyan, and Jeff Basker. Now, there's a couple of discrepancies. So I have the liner notes from the album, like mm-hmm. the physical album. And there's some things that are not listed on the liner notes, but are listed on Genius. So I don't know what's correct. But, like, on Genius, it says um, Kid Harpoon also produced on Two Ghosts. Yeah. But he's not listed in the liner notes. So I don't really know what that means. Like, if Genius is wrong or if they just kept it off the liner notes because maybe he had, like, a really small part of production or something. Yeah. Um, But the song was recorded at, how do you say this, G-Jam Studios in Jamaica. Um, And then also part of it was recorded at the Village Studios in Los Angeles. And um, we have the Omnichord and guitar played by Harry Styles. Um, guitar and drums played by Mitch Rowland. Bass guitar, Ryan Massey. Keyboards, Tyler Johnson. And vocals, Harry Styles. He did the main vocals and all the vocals, like the background vocals mm-hmm. and everything. All Harry. And then another thing that isn't in the liner notes of the album, but is on Genius, is that Harry Styles played an instrument called the Guido, which is a Latin American percussion instrument. It's like a gourd with little notches cut in the side and you play it with like a stick type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it's also listed on Genius that it's played in Sweet Creature. Oh, but wait, so it's, it's, all, it's, notes. it's not in the liner notes, but it's on Genius? Mm-hmm. For Sweet Creature and for Two Ghosts. That's And I tried to listen. It's super interesting. I tried to, like, Google it and search on Twitter, and I couldn't really find anything about it. Yeah. Um, but I listened to both songs, and there's definitely places that it could be in the songs. Yeah. Um, and it's sort of, like, along with the guitar strums. So, like, if you're listening to the guitar strums, what you know, kind of sounds like, um, like the vibration of the strings, but that could be the Guido being played and it's spelled G U I R O. So like, especially for, um, two ghosts, if you, if you like only listen in your right headphone, like take the left headphone out, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can kind of hear a sound that sounds like it probably could be it. Oh, I can't wait to listen to this back and you've put in all these sounds for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'll put in this, and I'll also put in the part in Two Ghosts where this could be playing. Ooh, wow, um, that was so good. <laughs> I'm setting myself up here. Yep. <laughs> um, and it's just super interesting because I'm like always so fascinated by like how the industry works, you know, because I just don't know. It's a mystery to me. Like, yeah, what makes it on liner notes? Like, what makes it on Genius? How do they get that information? Like, it's so it's just vague. so fascinating to me. Right. I feel like it's not the same for every artist. Because some artists will be like, yeah, yeah, we gave it to Genius. That's all the facts. <laughs> like, right. Harry's like, I don't want to tell you. You don't know. What do you mean? What do you mean lyrics? What? We, I won't even yeah. tell you what I'm singing in the friggin' medicine song. You don't know what the lyrics even are. <laughs> like, Right. Uh, I know. So Two Ghosts is the fourth track off of Harry's self-titled album or the Pink album released. Yes, let's uh, keep May that 12th. going. Yes. Released May 12th, two, uh, 2017. And it was actually written a long time ago. Um, at least, like, the, the bones of it were written a long time ago. Um, and, or, like, a long time, years before the album 2015, came out. Um, I think. Yeah. Oh, was it? We know that yeah. for sure. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, so Julian Bonetta um, sort of tweeted about it when the album came out, and he said he'd been, he said, we've been holding on that one um and it's interesting because you know like mitch roland is credited as a writer so Mm -hmm. i do wonder like what the song was originally and like how much was changed like did they change lyrics or was it just um the music and the instruments that you know mitch roland contributed but they recorded the album in jamaica as you all know and um i included this little quote from behind the album Harry said, we went to Jamaica for two months. It felt like a little secret. It's fun to feel like no one knows where you are. I really enjoy being private more, starting the way everything started. I got, I get to kind of claw a little bit of that back. I didn't. I don't feel like people know everything about me now. And there was definitely a time when I felt like people knew everything about me. And I realized I didn't like that. I kind of also wanted to let the work do the talking a little bit. Definitely part of my ego wanted to see if I could write something that people would like without knowing everything about me. 
Um, and this was in reference to two ghosts that he was saying all of this. Um, oh. And he also said all the best ones write themselves. And they were sort of talking about how the song two ghosts kind of just like spilled out very easily. Wait, which interview was um, this? This was from behind the album on uh, iTunes. It was a documentary okay. um, on Apple music. Yeah. I wasn't listening to you when you said that clearly. <laughs> so I know you said it. <laughs> I, don't, I think I rushed through it though. No, I was <laughs> I looking things up. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, so I thought this was relevant because, uh, as I don't know if we'll get into it, but you know, a lot of him him talking about privacy and like mm. how he wanted to write something, you know, that people would would like attach to without actually knowing what it's specifically about. Yeah. Um, and Wait, then it was can also I announced... pause for a second? Not pause the episode, yes. but pause this discussion and say... Yeah, sorry, I'm, like, going too fast. No, you're totally fine. This is a random okay. side comment. Um, what oh, are your okay. thoughts on, is Harry recording his second album in Japan as we speak? <laughs> uh, I literally don't even know anything about this. Oh, my God. So he's been in Japan for the past little while? Um, there's been uh-huh. a lot of pictures of him in Japan, specifically with this one dog that is there that he's like been oh, pictured I walking. Oh, saw those pictures. Yeah, yeah. And like he's been seen with like fans <gasps> in Japan, so people are like, "What if he's writing his album in Japan this time?" Uh, do we know anyone else who's with him right now? There was apparently there was some pianist that people are like, "Oh, maybe she's now going to be this pianist on this tour," or like maybe she's writing <gasps> with him. Um, I forget who it is. It was this woman. Whoa. Yeah. And I think she was a queer woman of color. And everyone was really happy about that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that seems like it makes sense. Yeah. So I, that's, I, I think she was in Japan and Harry was in Japan and people may have been piecing things together. But because they like followed each other or something, something mm. went like that, people were like, this is what's happening. <laughs> Don't oh my know. gosh, it's so exciting to think about. I know, like honestly, and and that means when did when did he go to Jamaica? What I year? don't remember. Wait, let's figure this out. It was twenty. It had to be twenty sixteen. Uh, yeah, twenty sixteen. Wasn't it like in the summer before Dunkirk came out? Yeah, it was the summer because it... his album came out in twenty seventeen. And yeah. One Direction was still together in 2015. So he was in Jamaica in 2016. I think it was the summer of 2016. Yeah, like July round, July, August. Mm-hmm. Man, it must have been mm-hmm. hot in Jamaica. Um, but that means it wasn't, it was less than a year and his album came out. So if he's in Japan recording right now, then his album might come out less than a year from now. Whoa. Think about that. Who knows if he's in Japan for that or if he's in Japan for something with Gucci. But interesting yeah. to think about. Super interesting. Um, it's just, I'm just trying to look up when he was there. But, like, also we maybe don't really know exactly when he was there because it was kind of a secret when it was happening, right? Yeah. But yeah. it was after, like... It was, like, after, before some sort of Dunkirk filming. So Yeah, that's true. Then we got, like, the timeline because of that. Right. Well, a lot to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Two Ghosts. 
I think we're going to probably just go through the lyrics and talk about stuff um, as we go. And then after we're done going through all the lyrics, we can talk about all of our thoughts summing up the song. How does that sound? That sounds good to me. Okay. So the song starts with some drums. It's got like this little like drum intro and then that reminded me of um the phil collins um in the air tonight drums yes very similar yeah vibes um and then we have some vocal ooze probably some omnicord i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um like a strumming acoustic guitar and the bass and electric slide guitar so basically like just a lot of sound and like i think must be i don't know they sound like vocal ooze but um when i was thinking of see i'm already jumping all around goodness (laughs) i don't know how you organize these these song (laughs) discussions to make any sense because like it's so hard to organize like when I'm going to talk about what things I know right you know how do you do it I don't know I just do (laughs) okay I'm gonna jump around here a bit I apologize if it's confusing but when I was thinking about what I would want the music video for this song to be Mm -hmm. there is this clip it's called ghost duet and it's a cartoon of these two little ghosts singing at a microphone and they're just singing this little song with like ooze um, and it sounds like a theremin. Um, I'm like 99% sure it's a theremin. What is that? Um, making the sound. A theremin is a electronic instrument. And it's basically like an antenna. And when you put your hand towards it, it makes a noise. I'll play it in oh the clip. Oh my gosh. That's I so cool. I can't play it for you. I desperately want to buy one. The one I want is like $400. Um, <laughs> I really, so really want one. So maybe not. <laughs> it's such a cool instrument. But you play it with your hands like in the air. You you never touch it. I've never heard of but that. Like, That's so cool. Yeah. So after, yeah, you should look up a video after this episode, but I'll put in a little clip for the listeners. Um, but basically like your right hand controls the volume and then your left hand controls the pitch. It's so wow. cool and sounds beautiful and very ghostly. Anyways, the ooze in the song <laughs> could definitely be just voices, but they sound very much like a theremin. They have that quality, that like ghostly yeah. quality. They're very beautiful. Um, and then verse one says, same lips red, same eyes blue. Same white shirt, couple more tattoos, but it's not you and it's not me. And then the second part of the verse, first verse is, tastes so sweet, looks so real, sounds like something that I used to feel, but I can't touch what I see. What are your thoughts on those verses? Um, I love these, like this first verse. I feel like it just gets you right away with the imagery. And I think some of this imagery on this song especially in this is like I love it like the most 
some of the best on mm-hmm. the whole album, I think. Like, it's just, Thank it's you. very concrete, which I think this song has a lot of concrete images, which, um, like, is very different to something like, I don't know, more spacey, like, Sign of the Times. Like, this mm-hmm. one's much more, like, human earth. Like, it talks about, like, yeah, you know, actual objects and, like, refrigerators and, like, mm-hmm. red lips and, like, shirts and stuff, which, you know, you don't always... Like, running with the thieves is very different than this, you know, because that's very metaphorical. Mm-hmm. This feels very, like, I don't know, it's it's so, like, sharp in my mind, and I have such a clear mm-hmm. image of it. And, like, both are really good, but I, I do love this, like, that this is very, like, drastically there. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> but- yeah, well, it's definitely, like, a very common theme. I mean, this song is very country-sounding. It sounds mm. like a country folk rock song. Yeah. And... Um, I was actually talking with my friend Shannon over the weekend um, about this thing that happens in country music where they're extremely descriptive. Mm-hmm. We were listening to a Sam Hunt song, um, House Party, and like, you're on the couch. I'll be at your door in 10 minutes. Turn off your TV. Take the boombox out. Throw a t-shirt over the lampshade. I'll move the furniture out of the way. Like, it's all wow. like, a lot of country songs are like extremely descriptive like saying exactly what's happening as opposed to like other genres which use a lot more like metaphors and stuff Mm -hmm. and that's very uh like something that happens in this song particularly like the way like red lips same eyes blue white shirt tattoos Mm -hmm. like just very much like describing what's actually happening yeah that's like also why I feel like this the style of writing really is reminiscent of some of Taylor Swift's lyrics just generally like yeah her style of writing is very descriptive like this and mm-hmm. um there's like an interesting connection there and like totally you can totally see that like they're like the style of writing of the country I mean she's not country now but I feel like she's kept she started that. out right yeah she's kept yeah that style you know yeah even the fact that the that the song is two ghosts instead of just ghosts mm. you know like another yeah. like another artist may have written or even he harry may have written this song you know if it was different and just called it like ghosts or right. something but even the fact of like two ghosts is very country like right. yeah. describing exactly That's there are so two ghosts <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. just I I do love this. Like it's so it's mm-hmm. so beautiful. Like same lips red, same eyes blue. It's I don't know. It's just something so beautiful about it. I don't know how to mm-hmm. say it, but like yeah, well, it just puts an image right in your head, and you can see it exactly. And it's already got sort of this nostalgic kind of sad quality to it, almost mm-hmm. with the guitar yep. sort of crying in the background, and then yeah these words are already nostalgic right away and you get a real feel for it. You're scooped right in. Yeah, for sure. And I love so much the taste so sweet, look so real, sounds like something that I used to feel, mm. but I can't touch what I see. It's such a clever play on words because obviously it's using the like taste, touch, sight or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's done in this really clever way where it's like taste so sweet, look so real, like that makes sense i didn't even realize that i didn't realize he he went over about it on the last really (laughs) we we talked about how he went over all the senses oh my god well you said but then it was confusing because then the last one says sounds like something that i used to feel which doesn't make sense like you know because the sound you're talking about like hearing oh oh oh, yeah 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 
Yeah. yeah. I remember talking about that. Yeah, but I think that was really clever because he's sort of like make it just makes it more poetic, like yeah, you know, and it sounds like something that I used to feel. I don't think it's supposed to mean like I can hear it. I think yeah. it just means like oh, that's a concept that sounds like something. Yeah, you know, I used to feel. Yeah, and then but I can't touch what I see. Obviously, it's very much like a ghost. You know, you mm-hmm. can't touch a ghost. Yeah, and like there's a lot of things that this song brings up for me. I feel like. I've like gone I've had different ideas in my mind about what it's about like over time Mm -hmm. um but one of the things that like this line of is um the mirror of Erised in Harry Potter Um, oh yeah I'm sure everyone knows what this is but just in case you don't um Harry finds this mirror in Hogwarts in the castle and he looks into it and he can see himself surrounded by his family and like his family is all dead. He's never really met them. He was with them when he was a tiny baby, but he doesn't have like, you know, solid memories of them, but he sees himself with all of his family surrounding him in the mirror. Um, and he like looks around behind him and they aren't there. Um, and the mirror sh- shows you your deepest desires. So his deepest desire is to be with his family. So that's what he sees in the mirror. But this line made me think of that so much because I mean definitely that I I can't touch what I see because he's like seeing himself with his family but he can't actually touch them because they're not really there um and like also the like taste so sweet looks so real sounds like something that I used to feel like it, it makes me think of like of like that feeling you have when you're like this when you have like a feeling or like a memory of something that like is so strong mm-hmm. and you aren't sure if you ever had it (laughs) yeah or sometimes it's just so far away that you're Mm -hmm. like it's like vague it's like distant you're like this seems like something that I used to feel but like I can't reach it like I can't find it like like so yeah yeah I feel like sometimes I get like these weird like washes over me like like a wave Mm -hmm. coming over me that's like oh my god this is like 2014 or something like right for some reason you're like this was such like, it's obviously, it happens a lot when I listen to music of, like, yeah. that I listen to in specific times of my life. But it's just so weird how you can get those kind of moments where you're, like, mm-hmm. like, this. It's, like, it's like you know, you could say, like, oh, this is a smell I've smelled before. But it's weird to be, like, this is an aura I've felt before. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a like, encapsulated feeling around me that I've felt before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird when that happens. I had that even today. Um, I was listening to a couple songs off of Made in the AM. Mm-hmm. I think first I listened to Long Way Down and then I listened to AM and I have mm-hmm. not listened to the, either of those songs in such a long time. Yeah. And I had that feeling of like, oh, this so sounds cool. like something that I used to feel because yeah. I remember where I was when I was listening to those songs and I'm yeah. in such a different place in my life now. And it actually made me cry a lot. Oh. <laughs> not that it's like a bad thing because they're uh, you know it's good memories and they're good songs yeah but it's such a loaded this line is so loaded there's so yeah. many there's so much in it definitely know? and harry and i like, feel like what sorry oh no you go ahead i was just gonna say that his voice again i know i talk about harry's voice all the time and how much emotion it conveys mm-hmm. but i just i love it so much and i'm so thankful that it was produced the way this song was produced because Yes. Like, you can really hear him singing it live. It's not overproduced. And you can hear him take a breath mm-hmm. before certain words 
and I just was noticing it in this first, but I'm sure it carries throughout. Um, and yeah. like, I don't know, you can just hear the emotion in it. And I feel like that is something that's so important on this album as a whole. Tastes so sweet, looks so real. Tastes so sweet, looks so real. Sounds like something that I used to feel. I can touch what I see. Um, yeah. He lets it be a bit raw, which I like. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the way he sings it is so beautiful and adds to the song so much. And like also it really makes you, I think, or it makes me at least appreciate his influences because mm. this song specifically is very clearly influenced by um, Pink Floyd um specifically their song wish you were here really? and yeah so um there's a line in wish you were here it says how i wish you were here we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year oh um, yeah and we know that harry likes pink floyd and 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 yeah. you know references them as as an influence for his music yeah. um and this is definitely a direct reference because the way the melody when he says we're just two is the exact same melody in two ghosts we're just two ghosts we're just two lost souls interesting wait can um, you play those back yeah. to back so that i can hear that yes thanks yeah <laughs> you mean like when i'm editing not, not yeah right, right. <laughs> yeah. okay <laughs> yeah i'll play them back to back um, and so, yeah, so we know that that's like a definite, definite reference for the song. And one of the things I love about Wish You Were Here, honestly, Wish You Were Here is such a beautiful song. I was listening it to, listening to it today and mm -hmm. it was like making me feel like I could feel it like in my bones. Wow. Like, you know, when a song is like that, yeah. just like beautiful and emotional, it just was like hitting me yeah. really hard. And the song was sung by, um, um, what's his name? David Glimmer. Gilmore. Gilmore. David Gilmore. Listen, if you're a Pink Floyd fan and you know all about them, don't come for me, okay? I am a Pink Floyd fan, but I don't know that much about them. So yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. Um, but it was sung by David Gilmore. And the way he sings it is so raw mm. and like you can just hear the emotion in it. And I feel like that is very much what Harry does in his music. Yeah. And I was going to go over this when we talk about the chorus, but since we're talking about it now, the meaning for the song Wish You Were Here is basically about, um, there was a person in Pink Floyd, Sid, who ended up having like kind of a mental breakdown. He had some like drug addiction problems and left the band. And so the album Wish You Were Here, which the album is titled after the song, um, a lot of it is sort of about him. And Oh, wow. Yeah, so this song is very much like about, you know, lose people, someone losing touch with reality and like there's like a central theme of like detachment and mm -hmm. like distance. Um, it's a very sad song. And I feel like after like listening to this song and then going back to Two Ghosts, like it gives you like whole new meanings. Yeah, that's really um, interesting. Yeah, because this Wish You Were Here is about a relationship, but it's not a romantic relationship. Mm -hmm. And it's more about someone who like who like is a ghost to you because they're not the same person anymore because <laughs> they mm -hmm. you know are dealing with addiction and stuff um yeah. 
and he's saying sort of I wish you were here which kind of makes me think of like I wish you were here like I wish you were actually here with me and also like I wish you were here like I wish you were here in your body yeah oh that's really interesting yeah which I also feel like two ghosts you know brings that feeling for me too because there's some lines in two ghosts where it's like where it's like you know it's it's kind of unclear is is the person actually there mm-hmm. you know or is it just like you're thinking about the person mm-hmm. being there you know yeah and like we're not who we used to be like is that saying like the person is a different person now you mm. know so anyways um <laughs> getting into the chorus the lyrics are <clears throat> we're not who we used to be we're not who we used to be We're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me, trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Ugh. (laughs) Saddest. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. That's got to be one of my favorite lines in any song ever written. Mm. Ever. Like, God, that is heartbreaking. Yeah. It's like, it almost feels like they're so, like, they're so wanting to have a heartbeat they're so wanting to like be there and be present and be alive and like feel that feel what they used to feel but they like they just can't it's just not there and it's not going to happen but but you want to try to recreate that that thing yeah you think that like everything like there's so there's been so many songs written and poems and stories like you think that everything has already been said and then you see a line like this. Like, I've never mm. heard this that before. Yeah. Trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Yeah. I just think that's so beautiful. <clears throat> Do you have any more thoughts on this first part of the chorus? It kind of changes up later in the song. Um, it's just making me think of um, the Camila Cabello uh, music video that was released. What song was it? It was, let me look it up. Um, just recently mm-hmm. where she like did that thing where you sort of have like a ghost person and then you're also there and it's like you're seeing like you're walking through like a past time um oh like I don't know um, I'm not explaining it <laughs> very well but it's like <laughs> where like you know they'll have like a real person who's there live and sort of seeing their memories almost uh-huh. like kind of like a pensive in harry potter or something <laughs> like they're sort of like yeah. smoky and she's like yeah. re- retracing the steps of where they used to be and remembering like the moments that they had together and like that's right. what i'm thinking about this just like visually like they're standing in the place of where they used to be but they're 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 the ones that are solid and like sort of the sort of glimmering is what they used to be like, but those are the mm-hmm. ghosts and that's not who they are anymore. They're not those ghosts. Like yeah. those are just who they used to be, I guess. Or they're the ghosts right. or whatever it is. I don't know. Like they're the ghosts looking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've lost the plot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to help you out, but I wasn't sure. What you <laughs> I don't know. But you know that visual of like where there's a solid person and there's kind of a see-through person. <laughs> Like above them? I don't know. Like, like you can walk through your old memory or something. Like you'll have to watch. Oh, a music I video. get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I get it. Like, like I go back in time and yeah. I walk through my old life, but like I'm a ghost. Revisiting. Yeah. Or the other way around, in the ghosts are in the present time. Hmm. <laughs> You're like, okay, <laughs> moving on. I don't know. Well, let me just no, no, say. No, no, It makes sense. I just think, like, 
Yeah. It's like the repetition of this, of like, we're not who you used to be. We're not who you used to be. It like really makes me feel like either they're like in a conversation or he's like trying to convince himself. Like we got to remember that we're in a different place now. It's not going to work, even though like you want it to work, you know, you're trying to make this mm-hmm. like fit together again, but it doesn't fit together because you're not the same people. And like, yeah, we're just like two ghosts now and we're not like we're not yeah. alive the way the relationship's not alive the way that it used to be. Yeah. So like, I don't know, we're just trying to remember, but, you know, right. we don't have heartbeat. Ghosts don't have heartbeats. Oh, the noises, the noises is happening. And you know when it happened? Hold on, it's still happening. Wait, why is it still ha- happening? This is the longest it's ever happened. <laughs> it's okay, going. now it's over. Oh. Do you know when it happened? When what? you said ghosts don't have heartbeats, they're dead. Oh my god! <gasps> That's when it came. Oh my god! <laughs> they're pissed off at me. <laughs> what does this mean? That was that was actually really weird. Because oh, it started, and then you said that, and then you said that line, and I was like, yeah. uh. <laughs> "Oh my god! Oh, that's so creepy." <clears throat> The Wendy ghost. It is the Wendy ghost. Here. Okay, we have to keep an eye on when I, what happens. I want to yeah. know if that happened in my <laughs> own recording. I hope it didn't. Mm. Oh, no, it definitely yeah. did. So it's happening yeah. on every single way I'm recording. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> so that means that, like, there's something funnily wrong, fundamentally wrong with my computer, I think, if it's happening yeah. in three different ways I'm recording it. Yeah. What a bummer. That is a bummer. Maybe you can take it to a shop and have them figure it out. Do you have anything else? Um, no. I, like I better just shut up and we should move on. <laughs> okay. It is interesting, though, that, like, the they're in present tense, you know? Like, it's not like, it's not like they're saying, like, the ghost of our relationship. It's like, we are two ghosts. Currently. Yeah. And it says standing in the place of you and me. Like, the real you and me are somewhere else. And we are ghosts. Like, that is – I think that's what makes it so sad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you and me is no longer. Like, you and me is something of the past. Yeah, Yeah, and it's not – it's not like – it's not like now we're different people standing in the place of you and me. It's like now we're two ghosts. Yeah. And it's, it, it's, it, the, you know, this song, it's like, it's like obviously the, the person singing is, is dealing with a lot of heartbreak right now. Like they're mm-hmm. not, they're not okay. It's not like they've moved on and they, and now they're a different person and they're reflecting. They're like in it, you know, they're in some kind of sadness right now. Yeah. Um, Cause but they're I... talking about how like they're a ghost and they're trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Yeah, but at the same time, I feel like there was some time we talked about this and, like, we had different perspectives on this. Like, mm. I always see it as, like, two people who, like, maybe they're they're still going in the sadness and stuff, but I think mm-hmm. I felt like they're, they're kind of, like, they have a bit of closure about it. Like, they're just, uh, like, yeah. we're not who we used to be, like, and, you know, like, it's just not going to work. And I don't yeah. know, something like that where they're, like, They've accepted that they're not who we used to be, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I'm saying. Maybe we should no, figure think, it out. <laughs> no, I think that makes sense because, like, you know, at the end, the the all the choruses of the song, it's talking about we, and it says, just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. And then the last line of the song is, I'm just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Yeah. So it could be, it could be that, like, 
you know, that perspective of like, they're trying, you know, the whole song is them sort of trying to hold on to this relationship Mm -hmm. and like trying to make it something that it isn't. And then the ending sort of realizing, like accepting, like, okay, this isn't, this is dead. Like this isn't, you know, something that we can hold on to anymore. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Thanks. Thanks for clarifying my thoughts for me. Yeah. <laughs> They're very tangled. It's the right way. <laughs> um, I feel like that, I feel like we both feel like that right now. Like we both have, I feel like we're both feeling a lot of emotions yeah. and they're all tangled. And I feel like that is very applicable to this song. Yeah, so true. This song is also like obviously a ton of emotion but it also does feel very tangled and mm-hmm. it's confusing there isn't a clear like oh this is obviously what this means right which contrasts so much to the very clear visuals yes you know that's, like you have the two point. ghosts which is really like metaphorical and then you have these mm-hmm. striking like visuals that are so concrete yeah like they're they really juxtapose in the song yeah I love that the way that like you know how we were talking about like you know country songs that are very Harry was talking about how he wanted to write something that people would like without knowing what it meant Mm -hmm. and it's just so crazy how like so we're getting into verse two now and the first part of verse two says the fridge light washes this room white moon dances over your good side this was all we used to need even that first line the fridge light washes this room white Mm-hmm. makes me think of a million different things a million different emotions like I mm. feel so much yeah hearing that line when an actual like the actual line doesn't mean anything like it's a fridge opening yeah but yeah I hear that and I just feel so much emotion yeah it's it gives you like it like puts you in a place immediately I feel like this this verse like in this opening verse, like I'm immediately in that kitchen late at night, mm-hmm. the fridge is open and I see the moon. Yes. Like, and it's kind of like, there's something kind of a little bit alive because the, the moon is dancing yes. and you're That's just such a good phrase. Yeah. It like just makes it so, I don't know. It's so like encompassing, I guess. Yeah. It's really interesting because when I hear, heard this line, I immediately connected it to like a very specific thing of my life but it seems Mm. like most people have as well like it's something that that like hits everyone for some reason but like for me it makes me think of when I was younger I lived in San Francisco um with my mom and my brother in an apartment or the apartment and our kitchen like there was like white walls and like a black and white checked floor and there was this huge window and we could sort of see the moon from it and my Mm -hmm. like my mom was like would always talk about it like talk about the moon we'd always like look at it and like when I hear that line I just think of like being in that apartment yeah and like it's such a clear yeah it's such a clear memory um and like a clear visual but like every time I've heard someone talk about like this line like they have a similar like a similar story of like they like think about being in their own kitchen like there's something about being in the kitchen at night yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is universal <laughs> exactly it's and that that goes to show you that it's not those vague lines like you know i miss you baby that are going to connect necessarily sometimes mm-hmm. it's that very you know clearly harry had a very specific idea he was thinking of like mm-hmm. and and that specific idea becomes so universal because of its specificity like yeah. because he's talking about something like 
that is really real to him, it becomes real to all of us and we can apply it to our own lives, you know? Totally. Yeah. Cause like, everyone's like been in a kitchen at night and like opened the fridge <laughs> yeah <laughs> and seen the moon <laughs> and seen the moon yeah 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 and I feel like when it when I when this song starts like the beginning of the song I remember especially when I first heard it I had this very strong visual of like two people who either had just broken up or they broke up a long time ago like basically they knew their relationship was over but they're slow dancing together Mm. as sort of like their last like they knew this was like their last time together in like an old country saloon at night and like this song is playing like that's like the visual that came to me and then obviously with the second verse I picture them like in a kitchen yeah and the next line of the verse of the second verse is Tongue-tied like we've never known, telling those stories we already told because we don't say what we really mean. I feel like I can see them, you know, in this kitchen trying to communicate like they used to or like trying to trying to like find something that they used to have. And mm-hmm. they're just kind of feeling awkward and like just doing that thing where you're like, oh, remember when this happened? Remember when this happened? Like, yeah. you're not actually going to say how you really feel. So you're just kind of like rehashing like your old stories and your old inside jokes and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, but not actually saying what they really mean. Yeah, because, like, this, these set of lines, like, I was always kind of, I had two ideas of, like, what it could mean to me. Like, it's, like, were they tongue-tied and that was part of, like, they were never really saying what they meant and that's why sort of the relationship ended or... Is it like now they're tongue tied because they're kind of the relationship is over and they're kind of at this awkward stage where they're like, we don't really know what to say to each other anymore. Like, I think I think it probably is like both in a combination, like because we don't really say what we mean. And it goes back to the whole theme of like bad communication on Harry's album in general. Like we've seen that like that he hasn't been able to say what he means to and like the communication's Mm -hmm. not good. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, it's true. There is such a central theme on the whole album of miscommunication. Um, but yeah, again, it's that it's that like confusing part of the song where it's like it's not really clear what it means. Like we don't mm-hmm. say what we really mean. Does that mean now or does that mean like you never have, you know? Yeah. And I also really I'm thinking I'm just getting this feeling right now, too, like when you see someone from your past and all you really talk about is the times you spent together in the past. Mm -hmm. And like, because your relationship is founded on like having a history, but like, because you haven't been in each other's like current day to day, there's like, it's so much easier to be like, Oh, remember that time when like, remember that time when, and like, you kind of like reminisce, but you're not really saying like new stuff, maybe what you really mean to say, because you're just kind of re retelling old stories I guess yeah that is yeah and that reminds me of like well I guess it's the same thing you're saying of like if you have a a friend like an old friend you don't hang out with anymore and like maybe you've grown apart and like Mm -hmm. maybe there's things that you don't not that you don't like about them but like you know there's there's issues now with the relationship and like you can't actually communicate honestly the way you are now because you're just different people right but at some point you have this relationship where like maybe you're even best friends Mm -hmm. and like so you're just going through all the stories that like all the stuff that used to happen because that's like the only way you can actually communicate and the only the only thing you can talk about you can't actually talk about how you are now because you're just different people 
Yeah, I that's I feel like that's a new way of looking at the song for me. I don't know if I've thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. I also I we kind of didn't really mention how beautiful the line "Moon dances over your good side" is. I know it's so beautiful. I I love the moon dancing imagery, and then yeah. over your good side. Also, like the double O's in like room, moon, and good. I really mm-hmm. like that. There's a lot of like assonance going on here, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't know. We talked about, I think, last time about knowing what someone considers their good side. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't seem like, you know, the singer saying, oh, you have a good side and a bad side. But it seems like he's heard the other person tell them what right. like, they think is their good side. And, like, yeah. they know them so intimately that, like, they can immediately tell, yeah. you know, what the good side is and what the bad side is. Yeah. And I think also you guys talked about how, like, how like you're you're sort of imagining you know people dancing in a kitchen yeah and like and like the the phrase moon dances is what sort of brings that to mind Mm. um obviously because it says dances and then like if the moon is moving around on your face that means you're probably moving yeah um but I have that feeling too I mean like when the song starts I like think of people dancing in a saloon (laughs) yeah like it just has that sort of tempo and then Mm -hmm. it makes me think of like a bunch of other songs and like one of the songs that makes me think of is um a song by amy ray she says um she comes down to georgia to dance across my kitchen floor leaving black marks on linoleum country song on the radio oh that's and i feel like this could be the song like on the radio like in that song you know what i mean like (laughs) just those yeah um but yeah there's definitely like i think the country vibes add to like that whole feeling mm-hmm. and then um is there anything else about these um versions? yeah well i said the live version of this especially on the last line because we don't say what we really mean is so pretty mm-hmm. um is this the moment he says it yeah because he on? changes it up yeah yeah it is this moment because in the studio version he says it normally and then in the live versions he kind of shouts it yeah he, the line because we don't say what really what we really mean he shouts yeah um, i i love that Me too. He does a lot in the live versions that are that's very different from mm-hmm. the studio version. He changes up a lot of things when he sings yeah. it live, um, which I love, especially like in the chorus. Um, and he's done it at different live performances. My favorite performance of this song is the first Late Late Show performance where it's just him yeah. and his guitar, like none of his bandmates are there. That is like one of the most beautiful, beautiful performances ever. Yeah. It's it really so was. gorgeous. He's like just so feeling the song mm-hmm. and the way he says heartbeat, it's like very rushed. Like in the you know regular versions of the song, he sings heartbeat kind of normally. Mm-hmm. And then in this version, he says it like it's almost like rushed, like he's kind of stumbling over it. Trying to remember and it just like it makes it so much more heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> and then he also changes the melody like you know, with, with with the way he says heartbeat. And mm-hmm. then he also God, I need cool... to watch that again. <laughs> I know. It's so incredible. He does this really cool thing too in the um like between the last between the last two choruses, um, in the studio version, there's like an electric guitar riff, little mm-hmm. musical bridge. And in the live versions he actually sings the guitar part. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just that's him. right. 
Yeah, because it's just him with an, with an acoustic guitar, so he obviously can't play those electric guitar bits, but he sings them instead, and it yeah. sounds so beautiful. I love that he does that. Yeah, so pretty, that version. Yeah. Um, I also noticed just musically in the studio version, you can really hear him doing the harmonies if you pay attention. Like, yes, in the like the fridge light washes this room white. White. You can hear mm-hmm. him doing his own harmonies like in the background, which sounds really pretty. Fridge light washes this room white. The moon dances over your good side. The fridge light washes this room white. Moon dances over your good side. Um, so the last chorus, or the next chorus after the second verse goes, we're not who we used to be, we're not who we used to be, we're just two ghosts standing in the place of you and me. We're not who we used to be, we're not who we used to be, we're just two ghosts swimming in a glass half empty, trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. So it's the first part is the same as the first chorus, but then... He adds, we're just two ghosts swimming in a glass half empty, Mm. Um, which obviously is the Pink Floyd reference, because that song is, we're just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl. And the fishbowl reference is kind of like a reference to like, you know, being in like celebrities being in a fishbowl and like the media and stuff. Mm. Um, And then kind of swimming in our glasses is actually used in the song A.M., Mm-hmm. Um, or just swimming around in our glasses and that's sort of like you're drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so it's just interesting that he chose this i i love it and then he so adds much. on like the glass half empty like that like yeah glass half full glass half empty and they're looking at, mm-hmm. at his at it as a glass half empty so like the sort of pessimistic yeah. point of view yeah yeah that that also might that might be my second favorite line of the song mm. It is really pretty. It is so pretty. And it's just so descriptive. Like, you think of two little ghosts swimming in a glass. Mm-hmm. Well, I think of water, but <laughs> yes, a glass of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, glass of empty. Yeah. Do you have yeah. anything else for this chorus? I just noticed, like, there's a lot of harmonies here, like the O's in the background. And then mm-hmm. whenever I hear the studio versions... I immediately think of what's happening in the live versions and hear Claire and Sarah do the ah harmony bits, like the ah or whatever mm-hmm. they do. And I couldn't mm-hmm. tell in this version if it was like Harry or an instrument because I only did, listened once and then um, didn't like right before we recorded. So I didn't really mm-hmm. go over it too much. But do you know if it was an instrument doing the ahs or Harry? Yeah, well, that's what I was saying in the beginning, like, it sounds like it could be vocals and then it sounded because I had just listened to those um, theremin videos. It sounded mm-hmm. like a theremin. And then I thought maybe that's the omnichord as well. Oh. It's probably layered. It's probably an omnichord and keyboard and vocals like layered to make yeah. that kind of it, it's kind of a um, what's the word? I want to say supernatural, but that's not the word I'm looking for. <laughs> um, <laughs> <Spacey. I don't laughs> yeah, ethereal. There's like a, a ghostly sound. to those Yeah. Things. Oh, 
definitely. And then after this chorus, we have kind of like a musical bridge where the electric guitars do some things. Um, and then we have the last chorus, which is the same as the previous one. And then there's an outro, which is trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. I'm just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. So, yeah, the difference for this one is that it goes from saying we to I'm. So pretty. Which I think there's so many, it's so pretty, and there's so many potential meanings of that. Like, one of the things I was thinking, I know we already talked about one of the meanings, and then I was also thinking it could be, like, <clears throat> this. the song could be um, he's having kind of, like, a dialogue with someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then maybe this last line, him realizing he's actually alone and, like, the person he was talking to is just a ghost and it's not a we anymore and it's actually just him Yeah, that is feeling these feelings. And, like, because sometimes you have those relationships where, like, you kind of romanticize the relationship and you romanticize the other person in your memory and you think like you know you think of it as we and then you kind of realize oh it's just me yeah <laughs> you know or like that or maybe that person like doesn't actually care at all and like yeah it's just or like me, he just you know doesn't know how they feel because they don't really talk anymore, right you know yeah so I kind of was imagining like most of the song like maybe he's actually like you know talking to the ghost of someone mm. and then this last line sort of the ghost disappears and he's yeah. like I'm just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat yeah it almost makes yeah. it feel like everything that's happening all those like images he's created of the kitchen mm-hmm. and the moonlight and mm-hmm. you know the red lip and whatever like it almost mm-hmm. falls away and you just see him standing yeah. there and it's like all of that was yes. sort of like alive in his memories. And then it's like, mm-hmm. it's all sort of disappears and fades. And it's like, it's actually just him sort of dealing with this. And he's the one. Yeah. Like he was it. having, like he was having a daydreamer. Or something yeah. And it's like, it, it's it. that realization that it's like, <clears throat> he's going through this himself, you know? And like, yeah. it almost like it's, it it's me... sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say, like it, it's like the the first times he's saying it when it's like we're trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. It's almost like they're trying to remember how their relationship felt and like trying to make mm. that happen again and like have a heartbeat, like beating for each other. Together. But this mm-hmm. almost feels like he's no, he's just lo- he's just trying to get a heartbeat for himself. You know, it's no mm-hmm. longer about the heartbeat of the relationship and them like falling in love again. It's just him trying to get back on his feet again mm-hmm. for himself, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of um, a Ray LaMontagne song. And actually Harry, a lot of Harry's music reminds me of Ray LaMontagne. I don't know why. I think it's partially because Harry has a tattoo that says, can I stay? Mm-hmm. And there's a Ray LaMontagne song titled, can I stay? I don't, I don't know. We don't, I don't know if we know what that, t- what that tattoo means, but for some reason I connect them in my head, but um he has a song called like rock and roll and radio and the lyrics um, part of them say, I can see you lying there tying ribbons in your hair and pulling faces. Mm-hmm. I can feel your hand in mine though we're living separate lives in separate places. And then in the chorus, funny. he says, are we strangers now like rock and roll on the radio? Um, so I feel like that, like that, it makes me think of that song. Cause it's sort of that 
idea of like, I can feel your hand in mine, even though we're living separate lives in separate places. Like, you know, seeing Man, someone... you're pulling out all these beautiful lyrics today. Oh. <laughs> all these songs. So many talented people. So many talented people. I know. And then are we strangers now? Like rock and roll and radio. I mean, that, that is, is beautiful gorgeous. Freaking line. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me of this song because they're sort of talking about, you know, we're not who you, who we used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of the same, the same concept. Like, are we strangers yeah. now? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then one of the things that I also feel like, this song made me think of is just just like this idea of like you know part of I feel like part of the way that like ghosts are created a lot in like you know mythology or whatever is when you don't like let go (laughs) like in Harry Potter the ghosts just decide to become ghosts you know they Mm -hmm. decide I'm not going to pass on to the afterlife I'm going to stay here as a ghost and I feel like with relationships like that happens a lot when you don't let go of a relationship and you like Mm -hmm. hold on to it for too long or like you hold on to the pain for too long and like you don't let it die (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's what this song feels like to me especially like trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat yeah makes me think of that like like something you're trying to let it you're trying to make it not dead (laughs) Mm -hmm. and it made me think of this story um that's really really sad (laughs) um but there's this episode of um a podcast called this american life and it's called One Last Thing Before I Go. Um, and it's this really beautiful story about in Japan, there was this guy who um, he lost his family. Um, or I think it was just his wife. I don't remember. But he was having a hard time with his grief. And so he set up this phone in his front yard. And it was a phone booth, um, like kind of one of those English phone booths, I guess, mm-hmm. where you could like walk inside and there was a little rotary phone. And he would um, use it to talk to his, like, dead family. Oh, wow. And he called it the wind phone because <laughs> he said he wanted his words to be carried on the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a, like, horrible tsunami that happened in 2011 in Japan that, um, like, hundreds of people ended up dying and going missing. And so people started to come to his front yard and use his phone booth to talk wow. to they're like dead or like missing people mm-hmm. yeah and um they there was a uh, another radio show that made um a like documentary about it where they filmed or they recorded the people's voices like talking mm-hmm. and in the story um the woman who was narrating the story was talking about how like in japan a lot of people are buddhist and many buddhist people believe that if the de- dead see a family member suffering that they can't let go of their earthly life Mm. um like they hesitate to cross to the other side and they end up stuck in a no man's land and so a lot of the people when they're talking to their dead loved ones on the in the phone booth they like they want to reassure them that they're okay so that they can move on into the afterlife so they say like we're doing fine here (laughs) yeah um because like they have this you know belief that like if the dead people think that they can't leave or they're worried that they'll be stuck in this sort of limbo state, mm-hmm. like a ghost. Um, and I just like thought of that because it's such a like, it's you know very similar to like the idea of like, a, you know, holding onto a relationship too. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't let it pass, then it can kind of turn into a ghost, and then yeah. kind of t- can turn you into a ghost. That's you know? so then true. You're in limbo state, this is a you know? very like, limbo stage song. It's like yeah, they're not completely over each other. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like they're still holding on a bit, but they know it's over at the same time. And it's like they yeah. need to die to be reborn, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And, and when you ha- when you're holding on to something like that, it can kind of, you know, not only is the relationship a ghost, but it can kind of turn you into a ghost. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, especially with Harry saying the last line, I'm just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Yeah. Like if you're if you're living in this state where you're holding on to this thing that doesn't exist anymore it can kind of turn you into yeah like someone who's not really there and not really feeling a heartbeat because everything you're feeling is about something that doesn't exist anymore yeah you know your feelings are being reciprocated like and it's just kind of a constant state of like sadness and confusion mm-hmm. yeah that's so that's so good oh I love that yeah and of course it ends with the I'm just trying to remember how it feels to have a heartbeat. Yeah, and that's another one of those things, like, there's all these little, like, things in this song that, like, make it hit me, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Like, that that is one of them, like, the fact that they do that, that he does that little t at the end of heartbeat. And there's other things too, like when he says empty, um, I think it's in the third, it's in the last chorus um, when he says a glass half empty, he drags out the empty and it almost sounds like he's kind of running out of breath. Mm. A glass half empty. And it's just like a little thing, but it just makes the song so much more impactful yeah um, like all these little tiny changes and like the fact that he pauses the 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 second to the last chorus when he says trying to remember how it feels to have a heart trying to remember how it feels to have a heart beat yeah <laughs> And in the studio version, it's it's a very short pause, but yeah. then in the live version, he, like, drags it out. Yeah. And on the last episode you guys did, you were talking about, um, like, he should be, like, doing, like, some juggling in between, yeah. or, like, that'll be his encore. Like, he'll say heart, and then he'll go away for the encore, and then come back and continue the song. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Too bad he yeah. did. Always next time. But there's all of these songs that just make it so much Yeah more impactful yeah it makes it feel like you're discovering it every time you're listening yeah and I feel like too the music just goes so well with the words like Mm -hmm. in the chorus like when he says trying to remember how it feels it's like the music is kind of like punching along Mm. like trying to remember how it feels and then it drops out when he says feels to have a heart there's like no music behind that mm-hmm. and then when he says beat all the music comes back in yeah like the music and the words just work so well together like it's like they're his heart trying to remember how it feels to have a heart yeah yeah do you have anything else lyric specific no i don't think so just generally okay. using lyrics yeah, and I feel like we already talked about the music kind of as we were going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention about um, I think this might be, like, some of my favorite music on the whole album. Like, that slide guitar, yeah. I think is just so yeah. beautiful. 
It and like, I, I know I've said it before, but whatever. That just like when you're <laughs> singing along to an instrument, like mm-hmm. I sit there singing to that guitar and like trying to make yeah. the guitar sounds just because it's so beautiful. Like, like I'm always like. Well, even Harry does it in his live performances. He literally sings that guitar part. It's just, it, you just, like, you get so into it. And that only happens on yeah. some, like, songs that I listen to where I really, like, again, like, the drums in, like, Phil Collins. Like, I always go, like, there's some that you just get so into. And this is definitely yeah. one of them. And it's just because, yeah. like, I feel like this guitar, like, it is that, like, hit you in the soul type of guitar. Like, it goes through my mm-hmm. core. I don't know. Me too. I feel the same way. Yeah. So are there any 1D songs that this makes you think of or any songs in general that this reminds you of? Um, man, you've put me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> I, I guess like, if you want. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think Made in the AM or AM, sorry. Mm-hmm. I feel like AM has a similar feel, but I feel like AM is much more about like, a group of friends who are like moving mm-hmm. on which makes sense yeah because that's like one direction and that was i feel like very five much ghosts them. yeah five ghosts oh oh god um so like i think and and i think sonically it's got a similar sort of somber sort of tune i don't know if somber is the right mm-hmm. word for two ghosts but like it's got a similar soundish. i think um yeah and I feel like this could fit on a sort of a 1D era album, especially made in the mm-hmm. AM. Um, mm-hmm. There are similarities there. I already said it reminded me of like some of Taylor's stuff from maybe like uh, Fearless uh, uh, Red era, maybe. Mm-hmm. There's like similarities there. Um, I've been listening to Marin Morris a lot. Again, yes. those just country tunes that I hear, you know. Yeah. Um, and that guitar. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm actually going to make a playlist on Spotify of mm. song, ghost songs and like songs we've mentioned in this episode and songs Do that it. Two Ghosts reminds me of. Um, and I will add that link when I post this episode. Because um, there's actually a lot of songs that this song makes me think of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I've been getting really into making playlists lately. That's good. Um, yeah, specifically, that definitely this town I thought of. Yeah, like lyrically, and the lyrics that made me feel like they were similar were um, "Waking up to kiss you and nobody's there," the smell of your perfume still stuck in the air. Yesterday, I thought I saw your shadow running around. I remember everything from when we were the children playing in this fairground. Wish I was there with you. I feel like that's a very similar sentiment. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, it's different. Obviously, the meanings of the songs are different, but it's mm-hmm. a similar mm-hmm. vibes. And then also in Niall's song, Too Much to Ask, when he says, my shadow's dancing without you for the first time. Oh, that's one of the best lines on his album. I love that line. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, yeah, I get like like I said, there's a lot of songs that this reminds me of, and I'll just put that on the playlist. Um, oh, I'm excited to listen to that. <clears throat> yeah. And then rating the song out of 10, do you feel like you have an idea? I don't know. I'm curious what I said last <laughs> time, but yeah. don't tell me if you know. <laughs> um, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, <laughs> again, I, I think like last time we tried to do this, we're like, we'll just, we just can't. Like, we'll just like, yeah. <laughs> um, like we, I think we said we'll rate them each boy's songs on their own scale rather than like rating them all on like each other's scales, you know, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. that just would get messy. But I would say like two ghosts is like, oops, um, like a nine point seven maybe <laughs> i don't know i just like i love it so much yeah what would you yeah give it? i so i don't think i can rate this i don't think i can rate any song like it's too hard it's too hard for me but this song is super high up there like this is one of those songs that i listen to and i think i imagine i wrote this song so like that's kind of the highest praise you can give a yeah. song, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I wish that I wrote this. That's yeah. how I feel about it, honestly. And there really isn't anything I would change about it. Like maybe a couple musical things, but mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful song. And like when I listen to it, I yeah, I imagine I I I like I feel like I listen to songs like in a couple different ways, different ways. So if I know something about the artist, I'll often have like kind of like a headcanon of what I think they wrote the song about mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that I actually think it's what they wrote it about but it's just like what I like to think about the song yeah and then I also will sometimes listen to a song and apply it to my life um and think like okay if I wrote this song what would all of these lo- lyrics mean mm-hmm. like and I think I apply it to like specific situations that I've experienced and sometimes yeah. I'll even think like Maybe, like, what if I wrote this song with the artist? So, like, with this song, I'll listen uh, to it and think, like, what so if cool. I wrote this with Harry? Because, like, that way you can be, like, well, this part I contributed and this mm-hmm. part they can. Sometimes you listen to a song and it, like, it, like, really hits you. But, like, there's some lines that don't make sense. But right, you're, like, yeah. I wrote it with another person. Oh, uh, I like that. So yeah. that's what I would rate it. <laughs> that is a great rating. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I liked that. We, we should just give, like, really nonsensical ratings, like... I yes. rate this one like it is very like blue and purple and like it's got mm-hmm. this like it's got mm-hmm. a feeling like this like something like random like not on a scale so yeah I rate this song I wish I wrote it <laughs> that is great <laughs> um very truthful yeah I, I really yeah. like this I was about to like start picking up and like leaving the episode and I remember that's your job <laughs> be like okay so what's next (laughs) do you have any final thoughts for the song um I don't know I feel like after doing this a second time a year later it's really nice because we've heard all those live versions now and like I don't know we have such a different sense of it Mm -hmm. um and I've liked revisiting it and I feel like talking about it with you as well has given me new perspectives and mm-hmm. like new things have happened in the world since this song came out. So we were able to make interesting comparisons that we wouldn't have even made, you know, right. last year when we did it. So I yeah. like this revisiting. Plus you've added in all those cool musical clips. So yeah, <laughs> that's going to be fun. 
Not for you yeah. to edit in. Trust me, worst <laughs> editing ever. It'll be at least like 10 hours. <laughs> I'll hope, I hope it'll be worth it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this discussion. Thank you for having it with me. Yeah, me too. Thanks for leading it. Of course. Um, recommendations. Do you have any recommendations for this week, Caitlin? Um, mm, why don't you go first? Okay. Oh, wait, I do. So have my one. number one. Oh, great. <laughs> um, I think everyone should go follow on Instagram, nail art underscore by Gracie, and that's G R A C I E, um, because they are killing it in the nail polish game for October. I have been obsessed yeah. with every single nail like art they've done so far. Like I, I think they're putting one out every single day, and they're all Ooh. Halloween themed and Ooh. fall themed, and they're like stunning, like so incredible. Um, like there's freaking haunted houses on the nails, like graveyards, um, like nightmare before Christmas, little ghosts, spider webs, cats, like it's unbelievable. So everyone go uh, check out nail art underscore by Gracie on Instagram and follow. I'm going to go follow them for sure. Yeah. So my recommendation, if you live in the U.S., is to vote. So there is an election and it has happening Tuesday, November 6th. And it is so, 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 so important to vote if you can, if you live here and you're old enough. Um, Tuesday, November 6th, vote. And then my other recommendation <laughs> is. <laughs> I because, second that. <laughs> yes. I feel like everyone listening to this already knows, but like, yeah. just in case. Yeah. Um, and my other recommendation is because it's Halloween month. And if you want a little spook in your life, I would highly recommend you listen to a couple of This American Life episodes. It's so interesting. I feel like I've mentioned This American Life like four times in the last couple episodes. Yeah. I don't know what that's about. But um, they have a couple Halloween episodes. One of them is called And the Call Was Coming from the Basement. And that one's kind of like a combination of stories. And some of them are like really fun and like funny. Um, and then the other two are long, like hour long stories. One of them is called House on Moon Lake, and the other one is called Ghost of Bobby Dunbar. And they're very good. They're radio stories. They're, like, radio dramas. So it's, like, someone reciting a story, but there's, like, music. Um, they're, like, spooky, but good stories. Both of them are a bit sad, but if you want something, like, to put you in the Halloween mood, but that isn't, like, horror, I would definitely recommend listening to those. Nice. I've never listened to This American Life Oh, you should. It's so good. It's if so they just good. read like authors' stories. No, no, they do. Um, they do different stories. So like they'll take like um like a topic and kind of create like a radio show about it. So Ira Glass is the host. Um, and it's it's similar to like other podcasts. Mm -hmm. Um, but they 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 tell stories. And sometimes it's like sometimes it's like a combination. So they'll have a theme like the one called and the call was coming from the basement is like a you know a theme and then there's like four acts basically four little stories like a play um, like different people kind of yeah but 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 different like like the first story will be you know someone reading from their book and then the second story will be someone like actually created like a little radio show about like a topic or something uh okay did you listen to serial no <laughs> okay <laughs> 
<laughs> I've only listened to podcasts that are like in the same vein as this one, except for like I guess some yeah. of them where they like insert more clips. Yeah, um, this American Life was the first podcast I ever listened to, and I'm so in love with it. There's some, there's so many episodes that are so incredible. Um, so definitely give it a try if you haven't already. And if you want recommendations, let me know because I can tell you like specific episodes to listen to depending mm-hmm. on your mood. Because some of them are more serious than others. Yeah. Anyways, um, we would love to hear what you thought about the show and your opinions on anything we talked about today. Please feel free to send us new stories related you would like to hear us talk about on future episodes. Thank you for listening to episode 152 of Talk Direction. Remember to join our Google Hangout sleepover this Sunday the 28th. And tune in next Monday for our Halloween episode. You can follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or Instagram, which is just talkdirection. You can follow me individually on Instagram and Twitter at Lucia O L U C C I A O H. And Caitlin, where can they find you? I am Caitlin I R Foster, um, C A I T L I N, uh, on both Instagram and Twitter. Wonderful. Um, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes and also on SoundCloud. I'm Lucia. And I'm Caitlin. Thank you for listening. See you next time for episode 153. Bye. Bye. Just trying to remember how it feels so hard